How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, season three opener. Tell us a little bit about what we got going on. Tell us the project, the podcast, season two recap, how to get to a hold of us. I want it all. Dude, season three. We are so excited to be back, aren't we? I'm looking forward to this, man. Um, it's been a journey. So this is our going to be our 24th episode here on the Little Things Podcast. Can you believe that, Mitch? 24 episodes in. Season vets. We're season vets. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, I don't know if we know what we're doing yet, but we're trying. Um, so yeah, what we're doing here. So the Little Things Podcast, uh, again, if you're just joining us, a quick recap is based on uh, Mitch's book, Cardboard Confessionals, which is a school project where he asked students uh, a variety of, of questions uh, retaining uh, about life and and the ups and downs and, and things that we love and things that we struggle with. And students uh, anonymously put in their answers into a cardboard box and, and Mitch decided to write about it because it was pretty eye-opening stuff. So that's kind of the, the basis or the outline that we follow here on the Little Things podcast. Uh, we're going through each of the chapters and within those chapters, each of the answers that that the students provided and we've had some some extremely deep conversations we've had some light and and fun conversations and everything in between so uh, we're getting season three kicked off here and and couldn't be more excited to do so how can you get a hold of us so we are available anytime Um, we're making a big push right now on facebook our facebook pages the little things podcast please go ahead and like that we share a lot of our content on there uh, giveaways and also access to email at any time. Again, it's the little things dot Mitch and Jake at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on any of the platforms. Please leave us a rating and review. It helps us out tremendously. And truly, we, we really enjoy hearing from you guys. So continue to do so. We're also working on a small clothing line as well. Getting some t-shirts, uh, sweatpants, pullovers, different things like that together. Obviously going to give some uh, some gear to our sponsors, uh, Season 2 and Season 3 sponsors, but look for us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, our page, like our page. Uh, we'll be doing some giveaways here in the near future on that, as well as advertising our uh, our new episodes and thanking our sponsors. Uh, couldn't do it without them. So keep that in mind, and hopefully we get to see uh, uh, some people out there wearing some uh, some cool merchandise. Throughout this season, we are going to be talking about things we have given up on. One organization that will always be there for us in a time of need is the National Guard. Today's South Dakota National Army South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3100 soldiers available to execute its mission. The mission of the South Dakota National Guard is to provide combat capability to the war fight, security for the homeland, and provide combat ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's 
quality of life. The question of the day, what is something you've given up on? Jake, the first negative question we ask the students, what's your initial response? My initial response is I cannot wait to dive into this topic, Mitch. Uh, so we've had the first two seasons, you know, what makes a meaningful life and what do you want to do before you die? We had some great discussions. We, we really did. We, we dove in and found out kind of the, the, the ins and outs of, of how different students are, are reacting and responding to things in their life. And this one certainly has a, a different twist to it. You know, what is something that you have given up on? It, it's kind of a little bit of a head scratcher because it can go so many different ways and it, it's such a different, yeah, almost like a, a different connotation on, on the question. So uh, we've got a great discussion that I think we're going to get into here, Mitch, and it's something that, that I've been looking forward to on season three here. What are your thoughts? The first thing I think about is we we almost repress everything that we've given up on. You know, we want to put it in the in the back seat and just never look back and forget about it. So we repress a lot of memories, uh, the ones we've given up on and the things that involve, the people that are involved with it. But I think when we do that, okay, when we when we put it in the rearview mirror and we don't look back on it, we forget a lot of the things that make us who we are the strength to get through a situation. Uh, some of them are defining and some of them hurt, but some of them are very good. And I think we do at times have to take a step back and ask ourselves this question. What is something you've given up on? Bring up the lessons that you've learned throughout that process, why you are the way you are today, and and just appreciate going through that situation. I think I brought it up on a, a past episode Sherry and I, uh, when things are kind of going south and, you know, it, it's been a long day and kids crying, not going to sleep, we just kind of look at each other and say the whole life experience. Uh, everything that you do, chalk it up as an experience and learn from it. And, yeah, some of them are not good. And some of them are going to hurt. And some of them are going to continue to hurt. But how are you using that to strengthen you, I should say? It's a beautiful mess. That's that's the way that I look at it. One of my good friends in Oklahoma <laughs> said that we used to laugh about it. You know, just life is is a beautiful mess, you know. We're we're lucky to be in it and and we're lucky to be a, a part of the different things and and the different people that that we come in contact with. Uh but it is a mess a lot of the times. It, it's chaotic. It's it's busy. It's stressful. It's enjoyful. It's it's all the things that you can think of all all boiled into one experience. And this is going to be an interesting conversation because there are certain things a along that beautiful mess that we have given up on or pushed to the wayside or maybe even completely forgot about. But a lot of times that, that thing that we gave up on or, or that person or that place or that thing, whatever it was, it, it led us to something different. And I think that's going to be kind of a, an interesting topic to cover here. You told me you got a book laying around. I didn't grab one. So I want you to get it out and flip to chapter three. Well, it'd be chapter four. Uh, what is something you've given up on? We talk about a wide range of things that students gave up on during the project. Just read a couple of them. I mean, that were that are in that collage there. Uh, certain things that, that were in here that were mentioned, um, school, uh, finding someone who won't do wrong, uh, basketball, politics, being a country star, 
trying to be skinny, losing weight, um, narcissistic people, just to name a few. Yeah, just how, you know, these are middle school, high school students from Waverly South Shore School. I mean, how all over the board are all those answers? I mean, for kids to come in a rural school and be in one building and they've given up on things all over the board, it's pretty crazy. Well, they're all over the board, and I think that's key because each kid is experiencing something different, you know. Uh, I used to think of this, you know, after I got out of high school. College is such a different experience from high school, and when you're in high school, you're, you're in a sense in a box with the same individuals every single day. You know, you might, you might navigate to a different class or two, but really you're kind of with a core group like throughout high school. And when you get out of that, it kind of opens up and you experience different things. But but to tie that into this, you know, different things that you've given up on and you mentioning that it's all over the board, well, everyone's going home to a different reality. You know, they're going home to a different family, a, a different a different stress level, a different home. Um, maybe they're going to jobs. You know, it, it's just there's so many things outside of school that uh, that these students are dealing with. And then they come back into the walls and get asked these questions and, and they essentially spill what, what they've got going on in the outside world. So it's it's pretty eye-opening to read some of the different answers to this question that was asked. So what emotional impact does giving up have on us? What When you give up on something, what are the first emotions that you feel? Well, I think you feel a, a variety of, of emotions. And one of them, to me, that sticks out is disappointment. Uh, you know, when we, we give up or we quit or we fail, just to throw out a few different terms there, we're disappointed in ourselves. You know, we, we lost. We, we didn't accomplish the goal. You know, we let others down. We let our coach down. We let our parents down. We let our siblings down, whatever it may be. And, and that's disappointing. And it's, it's emotional because, you know, especially for a student, you know, who might not have the the emotional experience, you know, that, that, that adults do, you know, you have to kind of go through those things to, to learn and grow from them. But in the meantime, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to deal with the variety of emotions that, that a high school student has and, and disappointment and, and letdown is certainly going to be one of those, uh, in my opinion. When I think of all the things that you just said, I think you you hit the nail right on the head there. I think about Humans of New York. Are you familiar with that at all? Uh, I am not, if it's referring to a show or movie. It's it's a book, actually, and um, it, it they're different posts. They go and meet random people in New York and kind of get their story. It's really, really eye-opening. But you kind of, when I think about giving up on something, I think about almost a snowball effect right so you talk to these people those humans of new york and you look at their life story and if they're struggling or things are like in crumbles their life is in shambles most of them will go back to something that happened in their life that they they gave up on or it didn't work and it it was a complete snowball effect and i think that's what we do from time to time was we allow one little thing to happen we give up on it and it's like a downward spiral and then we we get to this part in our life and we look back and be like we allowed this thing to completely change who we are and what we believe in i think that happens quite a bit and well i mean humans in new york you see it 
all the time, and I just think, for some reason, my mind went to that. Well, that's that's so key, Mitch. You bring up a great point there. You you mentioned like having a snowball effect. You know, when we when we make one mistake here, and that just trickles down into other mistakes or other decisions or other avenues that we simply don't want to be down. You know, on our podcast, you know, Mitch, we it's our goal to to extend these conversations and how we do that's from personal experience. One snowball effect thing that I can think of is as some of you are familiar with, like I, I took a big jump and a big leap from from the meadows and, and flatlands of North Dakota and moved out to Colorado, you know, and basically immersed myself in a completely different uh lifestyle, a completely different city, completely different people. I certainly learned a lot from that experience, but um, some mistakes and decisions that I made, you know, snowballed into other other things in 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 through my life. And I've certainly been on a long and, and interesting journey since. But to circle back around to your point, Mitch, it only takes like one one bad decision or or one thing that just didn't go quite very well for us. You know, something that we didn't give up on, and it can snowball. And especially for, you know, younger individuals or people who feel a little bit lost in life, you know, everything seems to snowball. You know, it, it feels like we can't get out of that rut. And, and no matter what we do or which way we turn, we continue to, to snowball further down. And that can be really tough. It can be exhausting, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually even. So um, I just want to comment on that. I think a snowball effect is, is a good way to illustrate that point. Well, thank you, I, and I appreciate your your stories about that Colorado. You know, we've talked about it. I just, Jake, I'm not gonna lie. When you when you bring that up, I always put like myself and other people that I know in those situations, and kind of the way that you were able to to overcome those things and learn from them, because you know, it didn't go spectacular. You know, from what I've gathered and talking to you while you were there and stuff, you you put on a good face, but I think for the most part, I. I don't think it was all roses and I think you've become a better person for it and that that's not the same case for everyone that would have been in your situation. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that and, and I'm happy to share stuff like that as well too. You know, if you guys have further questions for either Mitch or I, like please feel free to reach out via email. But I had to I had to give up slash I I would use let go actually in a term. I had to let go of some of those mistakes and some of those things I, I went through in order to, to move on and, and in order to to grow and learn. And that's a huge thing. You know, you know, we're we're talking about giving up on something. It can mean again so many different things to, to so many different people and and that's why we're having this conversation and hopefully you guys can connect and and you know embrace it into to what's going on in your own lives. So here's a question for you. How is the words giving up changed for you as you've gotten older who uh right when you say that mitch i think of when i was younger giving up what just tied everything was tied into sports for me i grew up in in a kind of a, a sports heavy family and giving up seems to me like you know the games you know where nine ten eleven shots in a row don't go in um you can't get the free throws to fall you can't hit the open receiver, like whatever it may be, like giving up for me was always sports related. It was always competition. 
and as I've gotten older it's it's kind of shifted it's kept that competition uh, connotation to it but it's shifted more to to work and, and impact and how can I make a difference you know if, if I if I give up now or if I fail now I, I try and I learn from it I grow from it and I try and redirect that that energy and redirect that focus um, towards something else or towards my next goal so it's certainly certainly changed over time how about for you I look at giving up and who it impacts when I was younger and I gave up on something or quit you know like you said quit um, I think it was a direct reflection of me other than like if I would have quit high school or something like that that would have impacted uh, my family but if I gave up on something when I was a kid or in high school it would have just been on me I think I would have been the one that would have been impacted but now that I'm older and I give up on something I think it's a reflection of what we're doing what we have going on I mean my family if I give up on something I quit um, it's a direct reflection on, on the family and, and my my work my occupation my colleagues the people I work with and work for when I give up on something or quit, I think it impacts a lot more people around me, and it, it, it means something different, too. I think we refer to giving up as quitting when we're kids, but as we get older, I think you kind of touched on it briefly, is I think it's a complete shift in how we spend our time. We might be giving up on it, but we're we're giving up on the path that we're taking or that we're on to go to a new path. Does that make any sense? It does. It, well, it makes great sense. Um, something just real key right at the end there is is the time that we put in. You know, it's when we're younger, yes, like it was more directed at us. And as we get older, you know, we have family, friends, work, career, uh, kids to tend to. And, and our time becomes pretty valuable. And, and the thing is, time is, you know, in my opinion, it's life's most cherished thing. Like that's the one thing that we, in a sense, run out of or we don't have control of is time. So like you mentioned there, redirecting and, and focusing that into, into, you know, things become more and more important as we get older and, and some things fall to the wayside and, and keeping those more important things in mind, I think is what you're getting at and, and putting your time and use, you know, useful energy towards that. So why don't we call it redirecting energy? Because essentially that's what we're doing right i mean we're, we're taking what we're doing and going down a different path i mean some of the things that we give up on are dead ends i mean they truly are and they're not going to give us you know faith and financial gains or happiness i mean we're on the pursuit of happiness and it's not going to lead us there so i mean is it is it a good idea to give up on them I don't know, but I do like uh, calling it redirecting energy, Mitch. <laughs> I, I love that. I think we should change it officially. What do you think? Well, I don't mind the idea. I mean, I I tell you what, people get kind of frustrated with me. They'd want to call me a quitter. I'd be like, no, I'm just redirecting my energy. I think that'd frustrate <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people. You, could you imagine, like, when you were a kid or you whatever, a kid comes home and is like, I'm quitting. Like you're not, or you're not quitting. Okay, I'm redirecting my energy. <laughs> oh, that would that would frustrate parents, I think. Oh, that'd be super frustrating for a parent, but also eye-opening. That that would be so awesome. It, it'd be hard not to be proud of your kid if he says, "Well, 
I'm just going to redirect my energy and Storm's off. Oh, <laughs> I think there's other names that you'd call that kid if that was the case, I think. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's that, that's a great point. And, Mitch, I kind of want to get your take on that, too. It's, you know, we, we call it redirecting energy, uh, giving up on it, you know, whatever it may be. But it's it's also, in a sense, and I think culturally, pretty easy to give up. You know, it's it's almost easier to give up or quit than than to push on. And I guess I, I want to get your take on why why you think that is. Well, I mean, we put in a lot of work, okay? Um, but I think it's just, it's an easy decision to do that. I mean, I think we look at all the work that it takes to continue to push on because let's face it, as we continue on in our life, things get tougher. The longer you do something for the most part, the tougher it gets, the more responsibilities you have. Now, I, I kind of questioned myself as I was saying that because, like, well, I mean, normally, you know, if you're in a job for a long period of time, uh, it becomes easy. It, com- it becomes comfortable. But if you're doing a nice job and you're working hard, chances are your responsibilities increase too. And with that, it becomes tougher to continue to push on and excel at a high level. So it's pretty easy to give up and just kind of go back to to what's comfortable, I think. But the thing that we don't do when we do give up, because it is the easier decision, is that we forget why the path. We, We forget the journey. I look at it as like a diet, right? Me, I'm a little different. I know people diet a little different. But the farther I go on a diet, the easier it is for me to give up the better a cheeseburger looks. I'll tell you that right now. You know, if you're two days in, you're, you're strong, but four weeks in, that cheeseburger looks awesome. You have progress. You have a chance to slip up. It's just easier for me to do that. But I'll tell you what, if I quit a diet two days in, I'm not as emotionally tied to that diet as I am four weeks. It hurts. Sobriety is the same thing, okay? If someone gave up alcohol for two weeks and then fell off the wagon, okay? Yeah, does it suck? Yeah, you made good progress for two weeks. That's fantastic. But someone that goes 10 years and falls off the wagon, they were tied to that journey, that strength that they had, and they fell off. And we forget that. All we focus on are the two decisions we have, to push on or to give up. And when we're in time of our need, we get blinded. And those are the only two things we see. But what we got to see is the emotional, the spiritual journey that we took along the way. And we got to make an educated decision knowing all of that. We can't get tied into the emotions and make a ra- irrational decisions. That makes sense? Absolutely. And I, I think it ties in well, Mitch, to, you know, even our vision, if you will, for the Little Things podcast, like, it's it's the small minute conversations and the small minute decisions that we make and that that breaks down to to daily action and it breaks down to yes like you just said do you do you push on or do you give up do you quit and that comes down to daily decisions and those daily decisions build up over time into your into your journey you know your your life is is a journey and in order to you know hit milestones and hit certain certain peaks and, and certain certain places that that you want to get to on on the way up you know well you don't just you don't just skip over 
days or, or months or hard work or tough decisions. You don't just skip over those. You got to make them. And, and that's, you know, choosing, again, choosing to continue to push on or to, to quit or, you know, as we've put it lately, to redirect your energy. But I think, you know, hopefully you understand the point I'm making, and, and I think you do, is, is that it's a continuous climb, and I think it breaks down into, into our daily habits. And I, I know that I said this in season two some way. You're a lot better at quoting past uh, episodes. You do a much better job. I've got a memory of 15 minutes, so I don't remember what happened about 20 minutes ago, what I had for supper, things like that. But Mike Rowe said it best, right? He said, don't follow your passion. And again, I know I said this, but I think it's a really good point to, to hit. Don't follow your passion. Because when that word passion is so glamorous, it doesn't feel like there's any hard work to it. It's just something that comes easy. Find an opportunity and bring your passion with you. Because a lot of times when you, when you follow your passion and things get tough, it's even easier to give up. Because passion shouldn't be tough. You, you follow your passion, you won't work a day in your life. But you need to find an opportunity and bring your passion with you. I think that's kind of sums up really what we're talking about here. Don't follow your emotions, your passion. Bring that with you. Make that be what drives you, but don't solely go on just that. I love that, Mitch. That's that's big time. That uh, that made me smile because it's all, it's in exact alignment essentially with with a quote that that i have in some of my notes here um it's from a man by the the name of jay shetty he goes your passion is for you your purpose is for others and that's exactly what you said there too is is keep your passion you know your passion's for you you enjoy your passion but but again bring it with you on on your purpose and in an overall sense, your purpose, our purpose here is to serve others and, and bring your passion with you. And that's exactly what you said. I, thought, I think that's awesome, man. So giving up seems like such a harsh statement. When you hear giving up, it's just got such a negative ring to it. Why? Because I, I think it's directly tied to the word quit. And quit is one of the toughest words in our vocabulary you know it's one of the harshest words quit and to me giving up is 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 tied and in correlation with quit quit's a tough word um quits throwing your hands up in the air it's it's not deciding to push on it's not deciding to pursue your dream it's it's not deciding to to ask the girl to prom it's it's deciding not to go into the gym and and work after a you know a night night off on the court i mean it's it's quitting essentially and and that's why it has such a harsh connotation to it you know like we've tried to mention and we've tried to direct redirect it a little bit you know and try to put a positive light or a positive spin on it but it's it's negative because in my eyes anyway um it's tied to the word quit i think what we need to keep in mind what we're trying to push on our listeners is that to make positive change, right? When you're in a situation where it's not a great situation and you need to get out, you need to, we need to change your mindset that you're redirecting your energy. 
You're focusing on things that are important. You've lost your values along the way, and you're taking a different path. You're bringing the people you care about with you, and you're changing things. That's the mindset that we need people to look at situations when they're struggling. But I think what we need to realize, Jake, what you just shared there is common perception of that. You might be redirecting your energy, but all the other people around you think you're giving up. For example, a marriage. Okay, It takes two people for a working marriage. You've got other things going on. One person leaves another person and says, I need to do this for me. I'm redirecting my energy. This is not a positive situation. I need to get better. I need what my family needs better. But everyone around there is thinking that that person has given up. And that's what we need to understand because you're not going to convince those people that your decision to leave the rotten situation you're in is not giving up. But that's the step that we need to take, Jake. We need to, because if we think it's giving up, it just puts us in the cellar. That's when the snowball effect happens. But when we're able to make that conscious decision and say, nope, I'm redirecting my energy. I don't care what people think around me. They're going to think I give up. I think that's when things start to change for us. And then that snowball effect's just pushed to the side. What do you think about that? 100%. And the... I, one of the key words you said there was consciousness. Like we need to be conscious of it, that we are indeed making a decision for ourselves. If you're in a situation like that, um, you know, we've all been in, in situations where we're, we're leaning on someone and they let us down, you know, in a sense. And in your example there in, in marriage, like I, I'm a firm believer in this mission. I know I've mentioned it kind of sporadically throughout different podcast episodes that we've had, but we need to take care of ourselves, like really, really need to take care of ourselves. Like, in my opinion, we need to be aligned with who we are and have a strong belief and a, a core belief that, that, that we're amazing and that we love each other, or excuse me, that we love ourselves and that we're, we can do good, you know? And when our, when our cup is full, when we're confident and we have everything aligned with ourselves, then we can start to, to, help others and start to lean on others a little bit because we are full and, and whatnot. And when, when people get in trouble and in your example, there is when you're empty, but you're leaning on, on someone else for everything. You're leaning on them for emotional support, uh, for love, for, for guidance and everything. Well, you're not, you're not putting off any of your own energy and they're not giving any, any energy back. And that just creates this tension and and create separation and, and a multitude of other things. So I've always been a firm believer of that in, in, in the sense that you need to believe in yourself and, and create your own energy. And if others gravitate towards it, great. What a way to finish episode 24, season three premiere. I think, I think we nailed it. I thought it was a lot of fun, uh, the giving up and I don't know it, Jake, we're in for a doozy. I think this, this season, but uh, before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We also read a few shout-outs as well. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Alan and Connie Fannin Foundation, which was created to enhance the quality of life for children. Thank you for your support of the little things. 
a good family there in Watertown, very supportive of uh, Watertown athletics, academics, extracurriculars, and just overall good people. And uh, they've done a good job of supporting us, and we sure appreciate it. Um, Jake, got any shout-outs on your side of things? I do. I do have to shout-out uh, my sister, Alex Nealon. So speaking of, I guess, not giving up on something, um, she's been on a roller coaster. You know, uh, as many of you may know or may not know, she's out in Arizona doing optometry school, graduate school. I think she's been in college for something like, let's just say 13 years, just because that sounds about right. And uh, anyway, she was driving back from Arizona to South Dakota, and she got a chance to catch up on the Little Things podcast. So she listened to our last six episodes, and one that really stuck out to her was uh, Finding Her Faith, Uh, Finding My Faith, which was episode 19 of our our podcast and like i said she's been on a journey she's been in school for so long it it's really hard it's trying uh just as she was getting set to take her boards uh covid happened and her boards for her optometry exam got pushed back and canceled and in the midst of all that she needed to pack up stuff from arizona and actually moved out to olympia washington just outside of seattle here uh last month to start a three-month trial with an optometry clinic out there. So she's on a journey, to say the least, and I just wanted to shout her out. Um, She still finds time to listen, and and she got caught up and appreciated the conversation that we had, Mitch, about finding our faith. And, you know, she's she's stuck along with her faith on her her long and rigorous journey, and it's going to pay dividends. And I'm just really proud of you, Alex, and just wanted to say thank you. Keep trucking. Alex, thanks for the shout-out. Awesome to hear from you, and we wish you the best out out there and with your boards coming up, and you'll do great. You'll kill it. But um, I got one from Brian Mose. Uh, gave us a holler a couple weeks ago, and it's kind of cool to, to hear that, you know, when we're not on our consistent every two weeks, you know, every 10 days or so like that. It's kind of fun to hear the people reach out and be like, hey, when you, when's your next one, this and this, and it, it's cool. And he did that too and just kind of wondered, you know, because he, I mean, he's a pretty hardworking guy, runs a feedlot, does a great job there, uh, but really enjoys listening to our podcast. And he's, I mean, he's on it. Once that thing's published, he's, he's listening to it. So appreciate the support, Brian, and uh, look forward to hearing your thoughts and feedback moving forward. Our last comments are brought to you by Lake Region Golf Course near Lake Ponset in South Dakota. If you are looking for a great experience on the course, awesome food, or fantastic company, look no further. Call the clubhouse at 605-983-5437 for more details. Lake Region Golf Course. Play. Relax. Enjoy. Jake, how'd it go? episode 24 it seems like it's been three years since we did it but here we go i'm i'm excited to launch this one i think it's going to be a great season it's going to be a great season really looking forward to all the conversations and even the one we had today mitch it it was awesome we we dove in and to kind of circle it into everything i loved the phrase kind of that we came up with in in the redirecting the energy you know don't necessarily give up but but learn and grow from it and redirect that energy redirect that focus into your next pursuit so i i really enjoyed it um i really enjoyed just you know connecting with you and and connecting with the listeners and i'm really really looking forward to season three 
Awesome stuff. Hey, you want to shoot out our contact information uh, one more time? Absolutely. The little things dot Mitch and Jake at gmail.com. And again, please be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, whatever app that you do use. Those rating and reviews do go a long way. And please connect with us on our Facebook page, The Little Things Podcast on there. Uh, very active and, and can't wait to, to converse with you guys. Hey, some individual things we're doing too. Jake uh, runs an awesome blog there. Um, also wrote uh, a little bit of a, a worksheet so to say, or a kind of a guide. Uh, it's just jake.com. It's a blog of his. And Jake, where can they find that uh, that work you did there? Yeah, so the seven-day gratitude challenge, it's available on Amazon. It's also linked in multiple places on the website there. Uh, you can find it on itsjustjake.com, or you can go up to the Amazon search bar and type in the seven-day gratitude challenge. You'll be able to find it. It just takes one click to download, and you can start uh, start showing a more appreciation for each and every day. And um, yeah, I've gotten some great feedback on it, and and hopefully it's helping people out. Yeah, and I got cardboard confessionals. Uh, what's based on the uh, project here, uh, the little things, and check that out. It's on Amazon. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think. But we sure appreciate the support and continue to follow us along. We're we're going to be on this journey for quite a while, and we look forward to carrying you along with us. So, tune in for the next episode. The question: What is something you've given up on? The answer to that question: My dad. This is Mitch and Jake signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.